Drop off the kids or put them to bed. Turn on Childish with real life friends and podcasting virtuosos Greg Fitzsimmons and Allison Rosen. Laugh about the struggles and joys of parenthood. Grow closer to your children. Learn something useful or not. Maybe feel less alone. And maybe even put the spark back into your love life. Childish is for people who are parents or had parents. If you had no parents, maybe check out WTF with Mark Marin. Subscribe to Childish. New episodes coming soon wherever you listen to podcasts. Childish, oh shit. Last time I checked, I was still a kid. Childish, childish. This all freaks me out a bit. Childish, oh shit. How can I pet when I'm still a kid? Childish, oh shit. Who the hell is that? Hey everyone, hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I am sitting here with Brandy Howard and Julie Goldman, hosts of the super popular political podcast, Dumb Gay Politics. They are cast members of People's Couch on Bravo. I So I read on your website that you guys were cast members the whole time. I thought that you guys hosted that show. Well, it's kind of like a hosty type of show. I guess. We're just like on it. <laughs> like on there watching TV. You know, there's like eight different families or households. Yeah. And we were just one of them. Okay. In my mind, you were the only ones. Oh, because we oh. hosted the Vanderpump Rules oh. after Maybe show. Yes, you hosted it. the Vanderpump Rules after yeah. show. Maybe it's that. You wrote on Fashion Police on E. <laughs> Julie has guest starred on tons of shows, including <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm, <laughs> Bones, Mindy Project, and others. Yeah. Brandy has done a ton of commercials and TV movies, but your website doesn't say specifically which ones. Because <laughs> mm, is there any TV movie? There, there's nothing with Meredith Baxter Bernie. So okay. at that point... It's a wrap. But really, we did our website because of your website, P.S. Are you serious? Yeah. Because we like, when we were going to do this with you before, we looked at your website and we had this, um, like, like fan friend who was like, wanted to make our website. And we were like, we never care. We never wanted to deal. And we saw yours and I was like, yeah, this is a good website. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We love yours. And then we went and found your address. And, you know, <laughs> just like, go buy our album. <laughs> right. You know how it is. Um, I appreciated when I got out of the shower and you guys are like, towel? Yeah, that was so nice. Uh (laughs) Thank you. I love seeing you naked. (laughs) Beautiful. I love to be seen. Um, Your website is so good. Oh, really? Thank you. It's really good. She's great. Her name is Jennifer Johnson. And we we basically just copied yours. I'm sorry. I didn't didn't even realize that. (laughs) And like, I'm the kind of person who would normally think stuff like that. Like, oh, that's my idea. Yeah, no, it was, I mean, we just, we like, like, I loved your your videos on there. It was fun, like watching you, like. I don't know, do newsy crap, you know, it was fun. Thank you. Yeah. So for the listeners who are like, wait, who's who? That was just Brandy talking right now. Thank you. This is Julie. All right. (laughs) Julie's the les one. Mm. I like people to know which voice because (laughs) she, we, sometimes we go on podcasts and then she'll like go into like a whole thing about like, um, 
you know, killing what, someone. What's that place, or, what's that place in Sex in the City that they went? Ugh, always talk, Dubai. She'll start talking about Dubai <laughs> and people will get offended. And I'm like, that wasn't me. Yeah. I'll say the offensive things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'll like really go there about like killing and stuff. Right. <laughs> Your passions. Yeah. My passions. So I feel like you probably get this all the time and I'm going to be the eighth millionth person who's going to say that I thought you guys were a couple mm. until I did a little more reading. <laughs> do you get that all the time? You you share an email address. My husband and I don't even do that. Well, we're business partners. That and should best show friends. you we're not married. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're writing partners. So we... Um, and we've been writing partners for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And it's real. Even though we spend most of our time watching TV and doing <laughs> drugs. Right. Um, so we, we have to like correspond with people that way. It's really... I mean, it's easy. But we keep it ambiguous. <laughs> we don't like people to know. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I no, just, no, no. I no, just no. blew your cover. No, no, no. I mean, please. <laughs> I we, think... Well, and also we I think when someone looks... Uh, I think when with gay stuff... Or if people, or if it's a man and a woman, let's say, and one, like the Les looks Les, it's me, Julie, talking, like, <laughs> you you put a, you put a story together. Mm-hmm. There's not one woman I couldn't walk anywhere with where people wouldn't think we were together. My own mother. You know what I mean? Right. Because I look the way I look. Yeah, it actually made me think, like, why did I jump to that conclusion? Um, I mean, but you guys do a, you, you appear as a unit yeah. all I the mean, time. I mean, yeah, yeah. So how yeah. do we like it? We don't mind it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How did you meet? <laughs> we met on a gay cruise. Um, <laughs> Julie was on this show called Big Gay Sketch Show. On Logo, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. It's, yeah. your, it's your great website, modeled after mine. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Taught me everything. <laughs> and I went on um, this Rosie O'Donnell cruise with one of the cast members of that, that I hate now. <laughs> um, Wait, like, were you... Like 10 years are ago. Are you bi? Were you gay? No. No, you and she wasn't there. either. Actually, oh. at that point, I think she might be gay now. Is she gay now? Or is I don't. She back technically, I don't know. Okay, I think they're. I think. I think she's gay for. You know. Hey. Yeah. I went with a, fr- a good friend, and then another in our gay like a gay guy friend went, and we all three stayed in a room, and that's how I met Julie. And yeah. then what happened? Julie did stand up, and she was hilarious, and I was like, she will be mine. <laughs> and then I like coveted her as a friend, and. And we hung out a lot on that cruise, and then we started writing together. She lived in New York, and we started we started writing together remotely. And then when she moved out here, we were like always together, p- trying to pitch scripts, and you know, getting rejected together really bonds you, especially <laughs> ten years in. Yeah, at this point, God. we like to call the things we write shitty niche. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like it's like oh, we need like a a, a three minute game show for Frankie Grande for YouTube. <laughs> Will you guys write it? And we're like, yeah, mm-hmm. for two hundred dollars. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> love that. How about an yeah. online web series that will be up for a week? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, we'll spend three weeks writing it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, what were the kind of things you were writing at the beginning? Mm. Like when before your dreams were crushed, as they seem to be now. <laughs> Feature length. Yeah, yeah. We wrote like we tried to take um, studio movies, like popular studio movies, and then we would just make them gay. We're like we just just romantic comedies where it's not like some, you know, with gay stuff it's always like so, super sexual and it's always like or it's AIDS or people are dying or they're coming out or it's just like anxiety. You know what I mean? We were just like let's do like a romantic comedy that's just like to- if it were Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan or you know whatever and they're just same sex mm-hmm. and that's kind of what we did. Do you feel like the world is ready for that? I think or now was then? they weren't then. Because then it was like, where's the scissoring? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and it's like, come on. You know, you know, like, this is, this, this isn't a, this is there. They should barely even kiss in it. Mm-hmm. Like, they should, it should just be physical be comedy. And it should be in the background. 
and there should be one time and it'll be at the end and it's the big ending at the wedding, you know, and whatever. Super broad, like where somebody gets arrested at the wedding, you know, like romantic comedy <laughs> yeah, style. Right. Like, there's Whoa. a chase and yeah. somebody trips and falls or just it's like we want to do it like that. I don't they weren't ready then. But they really did now. say that because then we wrote uh, like a zombie comedy <laughs> where it was like all TNA, gratuitous blood, gratuitous sex. Like yeah. we're like, oh, you want it? But it's still gay. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone on the island who's straight turns into a zombie. So children who are like virgins and then gay people that don't have like the opposite sex DNA. It's very, I mean, it's, it's scientific. They all stay, they say, stay normal. So then they have to repopulate the earth and, mm-hmm. you and, know, and how do you do that? <laughs> and it was just, how really- did they do it? We, uh, they made love to children. No, we didn't get that far. <laughs> Basically, it ended and at the end and right. But I we tried. Know. We tried. It was like yeah. this is what you want. But even that was too. Then then now it's too much. The jokes are too much. They're too crazy. <laughs> There's too much craziness. It's too, it's like you could never find, you know, the sweet spot for what people were willing to accept when it came mm-hmm. to gay um, stuff. I think now it might be different. I'm not. I'm not sure. Can you think of shows, movies, etc., where you feel like they've gotten it right? Hmm. I think the closest romantic comedy is Imagine Me and You. That's the closest because oh, that was a broad that. British. Brit- England does it well. Yes, kind of. I would say, but it would. It just gave you that flavor. It wasn't a great movie, but it still at least gave you that like that feeling. Um, I know. Um, no. <laughs> Is there any even funny ones or fun ones? I didn't mind Love Simon. That that one. That I liked just... the kids are all right, but that's oh, yeah, the that's, opposite. That's a deep... Do you remember? Did you see that mm-hmm. one? That was more. That was the opposite of what we did. But that was yeah. good. You should see it. It's really, really good. Really it's good. Like Julie. It's Julianne Moore. And yes. Annette Mark Ruffalo. Benning. Oh, I remember. That. I wanted yeah. to see that. It's really good. But no, I don't think so. So, Julie, you're from <laughs> Boston. Boston. And Brandy, where are you from? Um, I'm from Southern California. And then my family moved to Texas when I was a senior in high school because they're terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> really? Why did they go there? Um, I get my dad was retiring also again because he retired while I was in high school because that because he's a terrible person. So <laughs> they were retiring in, the, in Southern California, as you know, is very expensive. So um, my my dad's whole family is from Texas. So they moved to a small town in Texas and I finished high school and college in Texas and then came back. How was that move for you? Um, tragic and terrible. <laughs> I just completely changed my whole personality and then and was like, oh, OK, cool. So like college. Oh, I mean, everybody had taken the PSATs. I was like, I'm going to go to cosmetology school. <laughs> And like, so I just quickly got into that. And then I went to college and got in a sorority and was like, I'm just going to get out of here as soon as I can and stop being real Texas. But I just assimilated to the whole thing. It was like, no way was I going to try and be like, let me show them what California's like. Nope. I was like, how do I fit in here? And I just did it. Mm-hmm. Are, um, are you somewhat of a chameleon or was that an age thing? Um, I think we well, are an actress, so yeah, no, but I'm not a good one. I used to think <laughs> I used to think maybe I'm an actor because I moved in high school because that's common. But I mean, I'm really not a good actor. And I wasn't um, I was like a model when I you know what I mean? Like I lived in Japan. And so I was like somebody that was like, I just want to like look pretty, but I don't want to talk or whatever. It's <laughs> stupid. I think I just did that. I think I have survival skills. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a chameleon. I'm more just like 
but i'll like lie and say i read a book if i haven't just to keep the conversation going like someone's like oh i remember during wicked i carried wicked around with me and i never ended up reading it so then everyone's like how was wicked i'm like it was good but i never <laughs> fucking read it it's like that so so maybe i'm a chameleon like that just so i can like i don't want to stop the momentum mm-hmm. that makes sense you don't want to be conspicuous yeah so you're a professional model I mean, yeah. If you live in Japan, yeah. that sounds professional to yeah. me. I mean, what was I, that like? That's the first time anyone has ever said that. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm going to leave here and be like, you know what? I have done things. Um, I was 15. Oh, wow. So that was the last professional thing I did. Um, <laughs> so that hap started when you were in California then? Yeah. And then I, um, so I lived did there. Did you get for, discovered like, at a mall or anything, you know, glamorous like that? Um, I, I didn't, but after I moved here, like as an adult... Um, like, like right after college, I was walking down the street in James uh, by Mel's diner and James Woods and an agent stopped me because they're super pervy rapey. You uh-huh. know? And I was like, oh, my God, am I getting discovered? And I did get an agent off of it. <laughs> well, then th- yeah. that counts. Yeah. So tell me about being 15 and being a professional model, though. Um, God, it's so weird talking about this. <laughs> I haven't talked about this in forever. I mean, I think I lived there with like two other girls in a big apartment and they were much older than me. And um. I don't really my right when I got back, my parents moved I'm a year ahead in school. So right when I got back, I got a letter while I was there. My parents like we sold our house. Our house had been up for sale for like since I was a freshman in high school. So I was like, what? So (laughs) that kind of like threw salt in the game, like halfway through. It was like my I was obsessed with that how I'm going to move and where am I going to go? But um, it was cool. I mean, I it made me really independent i want to adopt a japanese baby now i got pretty obsessed with that culture and i mean that was a long time ago i think it's changed a lot but julie always says if you adopt you marry that culture and i was like yeah i want a japanese baby (laughs) so i can have that in my life Mm -hmm. do you julie do you think she's really gonna do this i believe i I believe everything she tells me (laughs) so if she wants to do it she'll do it okay and i always tell her like i'm gonna live in the guest house i want to be the manny (laughs) i want to be able to take it you know what i mean like because i'm she's just never gonna have kids oh yeah i want to be the chauffeur and the muscle (laughs) so you know the baby has to go to japanese school if i want it to be japanese Mm -hmm. otherwise it's gonna be american right right i want it full i'm gonna send it (laughs) you know are you gonna i wanted to ask you are you gonna send your kids to boarding school have you ever thought of it Okay, so Facts of Life was my favorite show growing up. Uh, yes. I know everything about Facts of Life. I had Mindy Cohn on my show. Mm-hmm. She, she told me and Brad Pitt. Did she go out with Brad Pitt? She just knows him. She's like really almost best friends with him. She, I don't. Damn it, Allison. I don't know if she did. <laughs> I don't know if she did. I feel like I don't think she did. Damn it. Damn her. <laughs> I got to get her back on. Okay, but she told me she would. Um, help me get Blair Lisa Welchel on. Oh my God, but that hasn't happened yet. I got to follow up on that. You're yes, not dying you for Joe Polnicek. I would like to have her too. Was Blair your favorite? No, everyone always asks me this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I did not. I can't choose a favorite. I did not have a favorite. This is how I know you're not a lesbian inside. <laughs> because <laughs> so. if Joe Polnicek is not your favorite, right off, the, I mean, that was she was everything to me. Everything. Are you a lesbian inside? You never know. <laughs> Maybe I definitely ask myself. Well, I want, okay, here's a question I want to ask you, but I have been holding it back because I feel like people are going to take umbrage with the question, but I'm just going to ask it. anyway. Okay. You're straight, but like, clearly you have a lot of interest in gay culture yeah. and telling gay stories and stuff. Where do you think that comes from? Um, well, my best friend, I mean, I hate to, my best friend in high school is gay. Um, when I moved when I was a senior, um, I think I always think like when I look at people, I'll, my thing is usually, 
like I would look at you and I would go, is she gay? Like I always say not yet or no. So, and now that I know about facts of life, I'm saying no, I was already kind of saying no with you, but, um, I'm definitely saying no now. Okay. Um, so I think I I don't really know where it comes from. I love, um, I don't know. It's, it's like, I don't know if it's like the, the underdog or I don't know if that's because they're fabulous. I don't know. The, the, uh, the answer is where they're going to take umbrage. They're going to be like, what a shallow tool. I don't no, really know. They're going to take umbrage with my question, which is like, why would, why would you even need to ask that question? Why would you need an answer? Like, why is, why should, I think the issue would be like, in an ideal, totally woke world, it wouldn't even occur to me to ask that question. Yeah. You know, Could like I gaily w- interject? Please, please. Um, <laughs> I want to say that I think even in the most woke world, I think that question is actually very valid. Thank you. And I mm. think that question is, in fact, pointing out or celebrating or asking uh, uh, or wondering or being curious about something about something that is different than you or if you're fascinated by something you could be fascinated by anything she's fascinated so, by japanese culture exactly and so why children. is that or whatever right. and, and like, i loved lesbians from early on i would be a lesbian lurker right? i mean i now? think yes <laughs> oh my god for sure and i think like to to take it for anyone who would take umbrage i think you ask yourself why are you taking umbrage yeah. thank you so <laughs> you know what i mean like and as a gay person i you want you want questions and you want to know you know and it's like if we're coming at each other even if we'll we'll go whatever we're still (laughs) we're still different you know when i first met her literally within like the first day i asked her how lesbians have a quickie like i'm like i don't know if it's for me because i don't think you can have a quickie and she answered she didn't care she was like well you kind of have to because i'm pretty into the quickie like let's just get this done (laughs) um so yeah she told me what is how do you you there's not i mean you it's just not the same it's just not you know what i mean so it's, it's not as quick are there orgasms uh, one never knows well, right? we're women so who knows <laughs> so i think that um uh i i really am i'm a huge encourager of people asking questions regardless of whether the question is and i especially coming from it's like i don't care if it's what do you two do together what do gay people do and or what makes you fascinated it's like and why would it why would a straight person be fascinated with gay culture i think that is a valid question and <laughs> and and i think most more people should be interested and fascinated by other people that are different than them you know what i mean gay people are fascinated by straight culture Mm -hmm. that is for sure so why not well that's what i was thinking i was thinking that like if it was a gay screenwriter writing heterosexual rom-coms they might not get that question but they might oh yeah Uh, yeah they probably wouldn't because it's 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 common right and i think um with i think with gay seven i don't know i can't speak for brandy but i think lesbians are probably from joe polnicek they seem cool they're tough they're independent they 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 don't need you know they're not they don't seem like anyway because listen i'm not saying like because lesbians are just as gross as everybody else (laughs) so there's like a they're like the boss bitch in the room right yeah you know and i like everybody at a club and be like they're they're only girl there in jeans and and like sunglasses on in the club and i'd be like oh my god she's in a t-shirt and <laughs> and then i would be obsessed and then she'd come over and be like i i, 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 my mind. I mean you know oh. like i would always like your style yeah <laughs> i was like a cold feet les every time i'm fascinated and like wait i don't want to do it but you know there's something to be said for also like adopting any also people when people get into like cultural appropriation and stuff like that i think that we all do it and that we learn from each other and you take what you you feel comfortable with from people you know 
like obviously i'm doing it with men you know <laughs> it's like we all take something in some way it's mm-hmm. and it's a should be a compliment rather than um an insult in my opinion i was probably exploiting well, it at first like in, for writing purposes you know we were using it as a because we then wrote a, a sitcom that was just like just regular almost, yeah regular, regular guys normal stuff. people guy stuff and um <laughs> but at that time and it's also you would find it's easy i mean you're a writer mm. it's like easier because it's two women so you don't even have to <laughs> to mm-hmm. put your head in the yeah i think um it's also when with at least when we started to gay stories were a way to put women on top mm-hmm. you know what i mean in some way regardless if it was a romantic or whatever and like a, fr- a friendship and women main characters giving characters who don't have a voice like a more of a platform rather than just being like hey it's me i'm gay and your friend and i have aids you know what i mean like like stuff like that like we wanted to like have women running the show <laughs> right or at least characters that were and i don't and we'll get into cliche we'll get into that stuff Very that stuff is, is fun as long as they're the main one mm-hmm mm-hmm what was writing for Fashion Police? Was Joan Rivers on it at that point? She was. What was it like? It was a nightmare from hell. It was hell. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it was It was cool with Joan. Yes. It was $1 um, a week. <laughs> and it was <laughs> nine. That we split. It was, <laughs> that we did split. We were the only team. It was 900 jokes. And when I tell you, it oh. took over our fucking lives. It was like, I was on the beach in Cabo like this. <laughs> what should i say about Nicki minaj's pants i'm not kidding i was staring at this guy the the like waiter came over i was asking him he barely spoke english i was like what do you first think about this photo and i was mm-hmm. showing him photos i mean people later got into like i think in this i clued in now i'm like oh man people around the de- in the in the room were having so many jokes and they were all so good and i'm like why do we suck so hard man <laughs> we have two good ones and then that's it and somebody else will have 10 and we're supposed to give 10 i realized they're stealing it off of twitter oh yeah. wow yeah i realized later i was like well aren't we assholes i know <laughs> for being original yeah for and not was... stealing off of twitter but i know for sure for sure for sure that they were now i just was, do yeah it was so hard i mean it got to the point because it was so repetitive that it got to like i remember laying in bed when i lived in hollywood at two in the morning yeah. talking to you and i was like i cannot write <laughs> one more and like yelling and we'd be we'd get in a fight because yeah. we would we were like you we have to do it like i can't do it we have to do it i'm not doing this like you know like getting crazy <laughs> like i just want to go to sleep i just want to go to sleep four joan, in the morning happens. they called it needs yeah. like joan would have needs in the middle of the night it'd be like here's joan's needs and we're like what? because she's manic and like Insane. you know old people don't sleep like older <laughs> rest in peace don't sleep at night i don't know <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know i speak from experience and like so she'd be up and just you know probably drinking chardonnay out of a starbucks cup and like couldn't sleep and then <laughs> yeah. had needs yeah needs after getting 900 other jokes so she's <laughs> got 900 outfits. jokes and then they would email us at one in the morning and be like she needs to have 50 more of whatever and i'd be like i'm going to kill i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't find it was the the finding of those jokes. I just couldn't. We it was so hard. I um, you know, in magazines like Us Weekly or Life and Style, where yeah, I don't know if they still do it. They but do. The little, they do. Okay, the little mm. pictures of the yes. like people, fashion mm-hmm. police, right? Yes. Is what it's called. Do they call it that? I, Maybe I, I don't know. I thought they did. Yeah, and the people, and then it's their yeah. face, and then it's the line, and then it's the yes. For a little while, I was I was like on the in the rotation to be one of those for Life and Style, and I would submit jokes when I could think of them, but. 
and I got in a few times. Um, but I found that really hard. It's yeah, the same it's exact the same, thing. Yeah, exact except thing. that I there wasn't the same pressure. Right. But it was like, I feel like I'm using the same joke each time, and I just mm-hmm. can't come up with anything funny about clothes. No. Yeah. And we would inevitably, like... <laughs> do a holocaust joke for joan we know it never get in but she loved she julie loved, yeah. doing a holocaust joke that was the one she it was really hard to make her laugh and she and i would and you know she was like an idol of mine and when we met her we met her for, before we we met her and i we shook her hands and then she walked away and i was like i can't believe it. like i was so excited and then she's very nice and she was making made sure we all had food and that blah, blah, she was blah. like jewishy like that like have some candy and i'm yeah. like okay yeah. i yeah. wanted her to take care of me you know yes. like i didn't care about yeah. writing at that point i was just like joan just give me candy and be my grandma <laughs> yeah. like what yeah. kind of candy did she give you it was like hard candy on yeah. the table also they would cook food because it was at melissa's house uh-huh. the meetings or whatever yeah so she was always trying to feed you i yes. love that like that's like a jewishy thing that i right. like live that's it's so like sweet. comforting you know she was like that that she was cool like that and then she would also be very she is exactly how she is i mean she was like welcome you know this is the worst job you're ever gonna have and i was like (laughs) and she was right and then it was like um just trying to the the thing that we realized that made her laugh and she wouldn't laugh i mean she's listening to a million jokes she's falling asleep she's doodling i'm like look at me look at me look at me (laughs) and i would but wait and i would tell julie every time she looks 70 but she's like 95 <laughs> she looks way you don't know how old she is she's right. more like an alien at this point yes. i'm like she cannot hear yeah anything anyone's doing yeah. like you yell that shit right and so julie would be by far the loudest <laughs> by far so obnoxious and then but the one thing the may always would make her laugh was anything about the holocaust <laughs> anything <laughs> so holocaust ovens um fire one time this girl trains. had an eagle it was we did a formal gown and there was an eagle and julie's like is something so dumb like we wrote and it was like the eagle has landed on the holocaust like it didn't matter we didn't care it was like just throwing holocaust yeah exactly and, like, and, right. yeah, and she loved it landed. exactly and she it was so but just to see it was definitely something <laughs> like we to did see not care laugh. no we didn't care at all it and, was great and they would tell us like the our boss tony would be like she's not gonna do any we, we, okay and then we'd have to throw it in because if you can't get her to crack julie just I Julie can't couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. You're around a room with 10 people. Uh, but, I mean, that's you want to talk about th- the thirst bucket table. <laughs> I mean, it's just like a th- room of thirst. And now I'm sucked into it. And I'm parched, too. I'm thirsty. <laughs> and I need this person to laugh or I will not get anything out of this so it was like i'm going to say holocaust auschwitz bergen belzen i don't care i'm going to say it because this bitch is gonna laugh or i will not be able to make it through the week so it was like like that i mean we got it got real there were some stressful yeah i mean and numbers wise we didn't turn in half as many jokes but we did i think percentage wise get quite a few in the show Mm. and it wasn't until the end when we were really phoning it in i mean really (laughs) And like we had the audacity to like ask for a raise, and he was like, "You turn in ten jokes a week," and like you know what I mean. Like he was like, um, "But we would get them in every week," and I feel like we took it for granted. It wasn't the yeah. very last episode was the only one that we did, the only one we didn't get any jokes in, and I was like, "Oh, that feels crappy." Yeah, like, I, we never really. Yeah, when you didn't get them in, or the or because that was the whole thing with people. It's just like, how many did you get in? Did you get in? Mm-hmm. How many did you get in? How many did you get in? And you're like, uh. it just fosters <laughs> comedy rooms are disgusting. Those writing rooms are don't foster comedy. They don't mm-hmm. foster any kind of unless I anything. guess everyone's friends. Like yeah, if you're working together, I think for a common, right. if you're working together for a true common goal. But who's ever doing that? And they, it was so competitive, and just that feeling is so gross. Mm-hmm. What was the people's couch like? The people's couch was fun. Again, one dollar. I mean, shitty niche, you know. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> but it, we had cameras on remotes and it was at my house and, um, there was like a, you know, like a crew. I don't even know if we're really allowed to talk about it, but I don't care. Fuck Bravo. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> they were like in another room. So we were alone watching TV and, um, it was fun. I mean, it, it was, yeah. there's just nothing easier. You know what I mean? You don't. Yeah. Nothing easier. Was it their concept and then you guys were hired for it? It was a show in the UK called Gogglebox, oh. and then Studio Lambert. It's their or most popular show up. in the UK. Yeah. It wins like the BAFTA or whatever. It's in been the UK. on for like crazy. thirteen years or something. And they um, then I don't know. Bra- how I don't know how. It, however, they did it. Then Bravo got it and they licensed it and they made it into the People's Couch. Right, and it was popular. I mean, it yeah. was popular on social media and it was popular for Bravo. But I think they didn't. They don't like you know paying for a format. Mm-hmm. They want their own formats so that they get all the money and so it's cheaper. And how was doing the Vanderpump after show? Because I was obsessed. I'm not currently watching, although I do follow all of them on Instagram. <laughs> do you watch any Bravo? I listened to your show and I told Julie, I'm like, I love that I don't hear anything about Bravo on there. <laughs> I'm like, there some people a, can be funny without talking about Bravo. There was a period of time where you would have heard me talking about Vanderpump because when I was obsessed with it, I couldn't stop talking about it. <laughs> it does that to you. Mm-hmm. I think you guys first heard me on Throwing Shade, right? That's yeah. my first Throwing Shade appearance. I did talk a lot about Vanderpump because I was like in that headspace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tony, guest producer, do you watch Vanderpump at all? No. I've do you even know a second of it? I've heard of it. Oh, that's, that's the extent Bless of my you. knowledge. Bless you. Thank you. Um, how pure you are. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm glad you got out of there for your baby's sake. <laughs> you know? I was yeah. super into it's it, It's like though. smoking cigarettes while you're yeah, pregnant, practically. Super. Now you've got to get into Big Brother and, you know, you got to go down that road. I'm not even watching The Bachelor right now. But I say that as if I always watch it. I don't always watch it. <laughs> so you're not no. doing any reality? No, I, I'm not watching that much TV right now. Mm. But I, I feel like I need to get into something. So if you have a recommendation... Well, I love that you're not, and you're still funny, and you're still interesting, and I'm like, we don't need Bravo to, I mean, because I felt like that was harder than getting off drugs, I'm not kidding, when people's couch stopped, I was like, we're not going to watch Bravo if we're not going to be on there, we're like lurkers now, Mm -hmm. we were lurkers before, then we got on, and then it was like, we're not on anymore, we can't watch it, and it was so, left a huge hole in my life, I mean, we watched everything. Mm -hmm. Did you feel this way too, Julie, that you didn't watch when you were? Yes, absolutely, and I watched it. Mm-hmm. And I wa- and I watched everything too. I brought Vanderpump to the table. Yes. I will watch anything, and especially like ho- Housewives. I was I watched. We watched every single Housewives, and then all of it, all those shows. I want to. I don't even want to give credence to their names. But <laughs> like, um, I I like reality. Yeah, I really do. And it's and reality got like I got off of watching comedies and stuff. I mean, I like fantasy and like star trek and stuff but <laughs> which now i'm hot on like all the time but the reality took over like our lives i'm glad to be away it's really it. escapism at its finest yes. i mean it's like you know sometimes when i couldn't sleep i'd be like okay just think about like what's going on with chloe and lamar now like that's not on bravo <laughs> so we can still watch kardashians no, we do watch kardashians yeah. <laughs> um but that one's not as good because it's not as dramatic it's more yes, just for their butts and true. leaves and right shit, but I will say this. Um, we do enjoy watching together, which is uh, heaven, is a QVC and Home Shopping Network. Oh, I'll get into that sometimes. Soothing. Yeah. Oh, we no. call it Is It Wigs? <laughs> Both of <laughs> them. Yeah. Well, I check the other Is It Wigs. Right. And she turns it and then we're like, do we want electronics or do we always want a cooking? Is the one always. We want, for sure. I, so two, two quick things, that I, two uh, holes that I fell into. 
Do you remember the infomercial for NARS, which was the hair removal that you could eat? (laughs) (laughs) It was like made out of natural ingredients. It was a a wax, but you could also eat it. I found that so soothing that I would just like watch that on a loop. Mm, And then also I was taking a JetBlue flight, I think from New York to LA or vice versa. So it was like six hours. And I was watching this infomercial for the KitchenAid mixer just yes. over and over and over. And that was really soothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, one day I'll have a family and I'm going to get, will I get the yellow? That's so out of character yes, for me. Exactly. Maybe it would go well in my kitchen. Like, I know my mom got me blue and I'm always like, would I have chosen that? Yeah. But also it's so expensive. So yeah. if you get it, if you know, it's like you just take it. Right. But that is aspirational, man. That mixer. <laughs> right. I don't even use it. It's like I had to stop watching Food Network because I was like, I need these tools just so I can be like <laughs> doing this with them. And, so, right, oh, yeah. okay, right now, I don't own an Instant Pot, but I'm wondering if I need to get one. And now I'm also wondering if I need to get an air fryer. I was just thinking air fryer. We watched that and it is, not only is it comedy, it's also informative mm-hmm. about food. Oh, I mean, you can you can fry anything. In it. You can fry anything, and it's healthier. And um, you can put the chicken in it, the turkey in put there, steak you can in it. beef. You can put steak in it. Yeah, it'll air fry it. It'll grill it too. <laughs> you can do anything. And just I, I think I might have bought a slow cooker after watching one of those too. Yeah, but yes, you need a air fryer. I do. Okay, I, mean, I don't know. We don't have one. We don't. But and then what was the other thing? The instant pot. What's that? It's. Well, it's like 10 gadgets in one, Julie. <laughs> It'll replace your yogurt maker, which I've never, ever wanted yeah. to make yogurt. But it's a um, it's a pressure cooker and slow cooker in one. So I think people normally use it because it's a pressure cooker. It's mm-hmm. electric. Um, and it is fast. It's not... People will tell you, like, it's Instant Pot. It's not instant, though. Yeah. Um, but it's faster. So it's a pressure cooker, but it also can be a slow cooker, and it also can make rice, and it can... Ugh make eggs and it can Mm. make yogurt if you want how big is it this is the problem it's kind of big they have a six quart one a three quart or an eight quart most people get the six i might get the mini though if i get it yeah the mini because i mean even the air fryer is too big that's that's that is true and there is a problem with the well the air fryer wouldn't really be messy but still there you have all those things and now you have all those things around exactly and then there's too many things i do like watching those shows too when they they put every single little thing in a in a um it's container, own little like a tiny container yes i would be like salt in the thing yes. pepper you know what i mean i want to do it like that but i never do do mm-hmm. do it like that because when too they many do things. the like pornographic shot of someone washing their hands it's usually mm-hmm. jada oh. washing her hands. yeah or um nigella she oh. was the original like i'm like she's like eating chocolate off a spoon and they're yeah. like shooting it so sexy that was the original mm-hmm. can we talk vanderpump for just a second <laughs> yes <laughs> because there is a part of me that still remembers my obsession did what you, season? I need, we need to know like specifics. We talking like Jackson and Stassi days? I that was think the best. I started. I started when were Sheena and Shay getting married? I know that I watched the same episode a couple times and I couldn't tell the difference between all the people. Mm-hmm. That's how it started. Okay. And then I would think back fondly when I like, remember when I just thought it was a bunch of tan people who yell at each other yeah. before I like intimately knew the difference between all of them. And then I went back and watched from the beginning. And then I probably stopped watching season four or five. What are you, we on now? You watched, would have watched one season before we started. Because didn't Sheena and Shay get married one season before? Before, yeah. before we started. Because Sheena, you know, the whole show started because Sheena did it with Eddie Cibrian. Right. So that was the, the beginning. Spin-off. Yeah, yeah, that was the beginning. And that was that like novel approach to because was people thought they were watching Vanderpump. I mean, they thought they were watching yeah, Real Housewives. Housewives, but then it was Vanderpump. Right. right? 
Um, yeah, so I was... I, I only stopped watching like this most recent season or maybe the one before. Good for you. Well, yeah. You just fell off? I just fell off. Yeah. I liked it when I could binge it. I didn't like watching it in real time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so anyway. Will did, you go back and binge? Like when you're laid up in probably, bed with your new baby? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're did like, you let me make a them. note to myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell was, me everything. It was on Bravo. Our show was, it wasn't right after. The best way to make an after show survive is to put it on 11 o'clock at night, three hours after. <laughs> or two episode. days later. Yeah, two days later. <laughs> so yeah, they would, they, we met them all. We had met them all anyway, pretty much because of people's couch, uh-huh. you know? Um, cause we lurk on and mm-hmm. go to pump and do that whole thing. Like, will mm-hmm. anyone recognize us? And like, mm-hmm. well, there's Lisa. <laughs> did, um, did anyone recognize you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was literally, it was, it was Sally Field from Soap Dish. <laughs> like, that's what we were doing. So we, we did it. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was fun. It was fun. But we, it was great. We did. Oh, yeah. We, yes. We met all of them. What do you want to know? Just mm-hmm. anything notable about any of them that you want to tell me? Is anyone crazy? Uh, is anyone on drugs? Or were you going to say sh- the, 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 tell her the most surprising thing? The, well, the most surprising thing to me was that my favorite one, the one I liked the most, was Jax. Really? Mm-hmm. I that thought he was surprising. the most friendly. I thought he was the funniest. I thought he was the warm, funnest. Warmest. Yeah. Funnest. Um, we loved him before too. We had met him before, yeah. and he always would act like he was a fan. He's he's yeah. good at he's real right. good, and not, he's whether charming. it's re- right. he's very charming. And so whether it's however whatever real or not real it is, it's enough because when you're interacting with someone like that, that's what you want. Mm-hmm. And he just wasn't um, he wasn't like smug or he didn't think his shit. He just he knows who the, fu- the fuck he is. Yeah, <laughs> but he knows. Mm-hmm. However, he's not like putting that on you and i appreciated that he and- got two nose jobs during it mm-hmm. <laughs> two nose jobs yeah. like in the one season i mean the guy he's he'll do anything he'll do anything but he was that was surprising sheena is the most caring yes she is this is also surprising very surprising yep. she would always she always had the parties she yep. always would make sure we got home okay yep. she was um she didn't drink a lot or no she was really warm also and um she would text Brandy and be like, did you get home? Do you need yeah, help with an very Uber? Sweet. She's very sweet. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So she was, that was, that was surprising. And then the rest, um, you know, it's what, what you think. I mean, Saucy's yeah. great. Saucy's oh, yeah. like Jax. Okay. Yeah. That's She's true. very cool. That's like, true. That's true. Funny. Yep. So funny. I think she engaged, might be funny on the show. Yeah. yeah. Like tries with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it, the others, uh, you know, you, f- you feel like there's a lot of <laughs> smugness, there's a lot of cockiness, there's a lot of um, who are you? And then you're like, well, who are you? And then it's like, <laughs> who are we? And then, it's, and then you know what you know? And just like, I don't know. They just there were some crazy times like where we I was like, are we in the show now? Like, are we? This is what's happening on the show. Like, we're getting in like fights with them and stuff. It was, <laughs> you know, like yeah, like text fights and uh, right. Shit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Chris, exciting. Yeah, Kristen would be like, "Why are you at pump with James?" Oh my god! Yeah, and I'd be like, "Cause <laughs> we don't have a problem with." James. I mean, I don't know, like you know. And she was like, "You shouldn't talk to him." It was like you, they, you get sucked into their drama. So their drama exists even when the cameras are off. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I think they're constantly fighting for camera time. First, <laughs> right, all. right, and who's the star of the show or whatever, and they're one upping each other. And I guess if they're having relationships or even if they're just sleeping with each other, there's definitely like you can feel, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. Like, 
See, I'm forgetting now, but I know that I definitely had strong feelings about the whole like Jax, Kristen, triangle, quadrangle, everything. Oh, that was oh, the best. Right. Oh, that's yeah. right. That was the best. Right, because he had lied. Yes. He was cheating on Stassi every time. That was when Julie was first into it. And I was like, what is this? And then, I know. And then it was so good. I mean, I always dream they'll get back together. Stassi and Jax? Yeah. Well, but, he's, now he's mar- going to be married to right. Brittany. And she's so sweet. Oh, that, yeah. That was That's her, right. That was her first... Like, she was new and we were new and we all just were like, yay, we're yeah. new. And she was from Kentucky and just so sweet, yeah, so she, down to earth. And yeah, she's a really, really, nice. really sweet girl. Mm-hmm. And still is, I think, probably. Yeah. You know? She went from like just being normal to having like 2 million followers and like, (laughs) I was like, that's strange. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. Completely bizarre. That show is people. And we learned from them too, that the, the, I don't know if there's any more, any other show or any other cast of people that people love to hate to watch. (gasps) A baby. And, (laughs) um, the, the social media on them is insane. Like the hate. (laughs) listen there's Kristen now yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know if they could hear that my son elliot isn't this like i heard him making some sound i know that was so cute i know my um, ovaries are throbbing <laughs> throbbing and dying let's talk about mine dumb, are empty <laughs> let's talk about dumb gay politics yeah this is, is this boring no okay no Should we delete this and start over <laughs> that's brandy's favorite thing to say on our on our, our podcast we have that discussion every time no this is this one is this is gold you're usually <laughs> so funny i'm like you're I, every time i listen to your podcast it's so funny i'm like oh well well people can hear about how stupid vanderpump is i <laughs> i think people are gonna love this okay i think it's really good okay, i think it's good. really good dumb gay politics is your uh you, your political <laughs> show but you you joke or maybe it's serious that you like treat politics like it's reality tv yeah i think that's fair absolutely we we're coming at it our whole reason for even doing it is like coming at um, politics from the point of view of people who feel like they don't know anything and or could even just from watching the news, even sometimes we'll just watch the news and be like, well, they're ugly. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like what's with his new Caesar? What, cut? Yeah. Like, what is the <laughs> lisp happening? Yeah. Like what, you know, like, so we'll, we will go down there and, but then we do try and, um, to be informative. And- well, when we, when people's couch stopped, um, we kept it a secret we were supposed to. So we were in our own depression and silently. And then we were like, we were already sort of going to start a podcast and we were, um, we didn't want to talk Bravo. Well, Julie refused because everyone and their brother has a Bravo podcast. It you just know. felt saturated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we needed to, she was break obsessed into something else. with politics. It was during Trump. It was during the election yeah. when people's scouts got canceled and she was obsessed. And I mean, everybody was, but she was already, she's, she's knows history and she's like, re- watches the news. And so she, I knew she really wanted to do that. And I was just like, I don't want to be informed. I mean, I don't want to bother. I never watched the news. And I mean, God forbid, I would have like, I would have like a nightmare, like a reoccurring nightmare that like tonight show or somebody was going to like come up to me on the street, like a man on the street and be like, who's the vice president? And I'd be like, uh, okay, wait, hold on. Al Gore. Yeah. I swear. I mean, like I would think they're going to ask me the simplest question. I'm not going to be able to answer mm-hmm. it. And like, and so I didn't, I was like, I don't want to have to know this crap. And so we called it dumb gay politics so that I could just, I thought, She's just going to tell me every week. I'm just going to come and be like, okay, tell me the news. And she was going to do it. But then it just can't work because then, then you're not having a conversation and it's, you know, and then un- unfortunately for her, 
little by little, she got more and more informed. <laughs> and now... But you can't, we can't talk about it like news people because we're not news people. We cuss yeah. all the time. I'm trying to tone it down. We never cuss on your show. Oh, no, I do. You do? Yeah. You yeah, don't yeah. cuss a lot, though. Oh, well, I feel, I feel like I... Have you a- gone down because of children? No. No, I probably should. <laughs> um, but I haven't. Well, yeah. we cuss so much <laughs> i mean so much my mother's like i couldn't listen to the whole show how many f times do you have to say <laughs> it's like i know but we it just it feels so good <laughs> and we don't talk about it we're not pretentious and we want the main thing is that we want people who are, who aren't you can just jump in like if i watch the news we pitched the show um a tv show called what had happened was because i felt like every time i watch the news i'm like benghazi emails like what is this i don't know what they're talking about and so we don't talk about it like that it's like you can just come in if you don't know anything and you'll know we're not gonna say we're not gonna just pop off like mitch mcconnell and bill barr or mm-hmm. whatever like <laughs> can you believe it bill barr yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know like they do like pundits or news will like right. make it's like they're making jo- and we're all like what are you laughing at right and like nobody and who understand- is that nobody yes. understands what you're talking about yeah yeah so we we do try and do that and i think it's important too for people or, or people if they were to listen if you feel that you aren't informed or you feel that you don't deserve to even have an opinion because you're not informed, then this show is perfect for you. Because we believe that even if you aren't informed, you still should have an opinion. So <laughs> and everyone's and, and because you do, because you just do. So mm-hmm. even if you just even on a subject or an issue, even if the word is just Russia, you will have a feeling. We all have a feeling. So why can't we talk about it? Nobody is anything. The only reason anyone's anything is because they say they are. Mm-hmm. So... We are. So now let's talk about it. You know what I mean? I love that. And I we that. like we'll say like here's what the Senate is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> here's what the House of Representatives because yes. I mean and here's me googling like what's Congress yeah. and then and I have tell to people. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I've and I've all, we we and we talked about that too. We want to do the Palestinian Israeli conflict. Basic. Oh, I can't. Basic mm-hmm. or whatever. Or what is Brexit? Basic. Like they're just basic things that now we can know. And, and now, forget one week later, yeah, I took my dad. Wait, I was at the Wynn in Vegas. The Wynn has a topless pool. That's why the Wynn's the best hotel in Vegas and they have a topless pool. I live, I love people <laughs> naked. It's just fun. So I was there with my family and it was like 120 degrees and I like bought this thing in the middle of the pool. It's like a round thing that you sit so you're in the water because otherwise you'll die. And I mean, we got heat stroke anyway. So we're in the middle and I'm like, okay, dad. And I'm like drunk. And I'm like, Dad. Wait, were you at the topless pool with your dad? Yeah, my whole family. I was so top- you're. Yeah, oh, no, okay. no, no, no. You don't, it's, it's optional. <laughs> gotcha. So there's like so you know, European. There's, yeah, there's like titties everywhere, but we're all clothed, and we're in the middle thing. And I'm like, okay, Dad, tell me about Israel and Palestine. Make it simple. Don't get all annoying. And so he's like telling me, and which I can't really remember what it was like. They bomb from schools, and then they mm-hmm. make it look like I don't even know. This woman, <laughs> it's this like. Like mixed Asian woman topless with like boobs bobbing in the water <laughs> swims over to the thing and goes, I couldn't help it over here. And I used to work at the UN. And then she starts having the conversation with us. I could not get my father out of the pool. He got heat stroke. I'm not even lying. I was like, there's a woman topless talking about Israel and Palestine to my dad. Like this is the best money I've ever spent in my life. And then he got heat stroke. I mean, it was like, and I don't still... All I can think about is her boobs. I don't. I know exactly. I could draw a diagram of her boobs and what she looked like. And I don't know anything about Israel and Palestine. Uh, yeah. I mean, nothing. Well, I mean, that's and, and that's OK, too. That's the thing. That's OK. Nobody. I, I can't. One of our biggest pet peeves 
there's a few one is grammar shaming hate that yeah two is shaming geography shaming and um oh, the worst and politics shaming news shaming politics shaming like we don't know until we know that's it so if somebody doesn't know something they just don't know that's it so you just tell them so now they just, learn so you just tell them and if you don't remember then you don't remember it doesn't make you stupid it doesn't make you whatever you just mm-hmm. don't know so like we're trying to inform as best we can and be informed our own selves but also like have opinions too i mean i am insane <laughs> i have opinions about things i'm uninformed about <laughs> and we get it wrong yeah we, and we, we get try it wrong. to have the facts but and we do say that at the beginning of the show like we might backtrack we might learn that we were wrong <laughs> or have a thing wrong but that's part of it too i think uh we're not we're not full bright scholars you know what i mean <laughs> like so most people who are talking about politics aren't no well at least on twitter and right. also in general i'm trying i definitely feel we and when we started to brandy was way more and is more center than me so there's that too so that brings like some um like i'm, I'm you know way crazy but she's definitely more center and has centered me more too and you guys had tom arnold on <laughs> yeah how did that happen <clears throat> hmm we were trying to get michael avenatti through oh, yeah. a friend and um and Tom Arnold was like at the same party. Yeah. So we, we, and we got Tom. Ar- I mean, Tom Arnold has a show on vice about, about Trump and he's been obsessed with Trump. So it was relevant to, to have him on. And we've had on, I mean, we had on Anthony Scaramucci. Surprisingly, a lot of people don't know who that is. Do you, yes. that's the mooch or whatever. Yeah. He was, he was the press yeah. secretary, right? Before for Sanders. like for mm-hmm. a week. So, um, and he was great and he's conservative he's Republican. Or Republican, yeah. I should say. Yeah. And so we, I mean, we will, We'll have anyone on. I know we're. Di- I'm me personally. I'm dying to have like a great. I want a conservative. Yeah, like Ben Shapiro. Yes, perfect. Like would love that. I want Milo. Milo would be amazing. Oh yeah. You know what I don't? Here's what I don't like about Milo. Well, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <clears throat> when I watch him, I'm like, oh, he's really charming. Like mm-hmm. he's very watchable and charming. And yeah. Yes. That's what I don't. I mean, I I dis <laughs> yeah. I dislike everything about him. What I don't like is that I'm like, oh wait. Am I starting starting to like this? Yeah, guy? that's the problem. He's awful. He's yep. easy on the eye. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, and so then you're. I like, didn't because I had only he only existed as a concept to me, mm-hmm. and then when I watched him on some interview, I was like, God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's completely fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, and that's how we feel about Trump too. If Trump was even he's like a, comedian. a little less ugly, because yes. <laughs> he's funny. Yeah, and yeah. we'll end up being like, and then Anthony <sighs> Antamanic. Do you know who that is? I know that name, but I don't know who that is. He does the president show. He's the one who does oh, Donald yeah, Trump yeah. on Comedy Central. Yeah. Uh, he, he makes it, us like love Trump because yeah. he's so cute and funny as Trump. Like he's so funny as Trump. Yeah. And I'm like, you're making people <laughs> yeah, right. like, really making this guy likable. <laughs> you're Jimmy Fallon-ing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but he is fun. And we do find, we'll te- I'll text, we'll text each other and just be like, did you hear the comedy <laughs> stylings that he did? Because they were amazing. I need to talk to you guys about super comfortable underwear, and now they have loungewear as well, made by MeUndies. You might have heard of MeUndies. You might be familiar. You might be wearing them right now. They're very comfortable. Um, MeUndies uses micro-modal fabric, which is a full three times softer than cotton, and they're really well made, and they also have cheeky styles and cheeky prints and whatnot. Um, My husband is an avowed MeUndies fan. I am as well, but... uh, 
but if you open up his drawer, it's like MeUndies exploded in there. And now we have some matching MeUndies stuff, which is pretty super duper cute, I have to say. And I can't tell how I mean it, like in what way I mean cute. But I'm just saying, we endorse MeUndies. BuzzFeed said this about MeUndies. They feel like actual heaven against your skin. We're going to assume heaven is really soft in this context. They said that. They said the whole thing. Choose between classic colors to adventurous prints, prints like significant otters, plant babies, and shamrocks. MeUndies is also the go-to for the softest loungewear on this side of the Mississippi. Hang out in their super comfy lounge pants and onesies. Yes, MeUndies makes onesies, and they're incredible. I have a great offer for you guys. For any first-time purchasers, when you order MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Allison. That's MeUndies.com slash Allison. MeUndies, M-E-U-N-D-I-E-S dot com slash Allison. Okay, let's now do a new-ish segment. This will be the fourth time I've done it. It's called How Dare You. It's where I ask you a very nosy question. Um, Before we do it, I like to ask the following, which is on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being you're very private, 10 being you're an open book, like where do you guys each put yourselves? I don't really love talking about like... I'm super private with like my my real personal life, but mm-hmm. I'm not private about like shitting my pants or <laughs> like past sexual experience. I'm just more like my actual real life. I'm like, you know, but right. I'll I don't care about like any privacy about gross stuff, I guess. Or like, okay, does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm the same okay well we'll see you can you don't have to answer you can say how dare you if you don't want to answer oh, okay yeah it's kind of like what's the andy cohen one? Oh, plead the fifth right. okay how dare you <laughs> i hate saying how dare you i'm gonna try to go there all right <laughs> happy be on the show ask me anything you want to know and i'll be sure to what how dare you <laughs> that sounds like how you say it how dare you <laughs> sir <laughs> Okay, question for each of you. How did you lose your virginity? Oh, great. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I lost <laughs> my virginity at 16, which I feel like is quite young. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, um, I like was scared to put anything inside my vagina and I never even used a tampon like, mm. like before I was fingered first like i was really i had a lot of anxiety about anything going inside like i didn't care about like i could dry hump till the fucking cows came home Mm -hmm. you know but i was like super nervous so then when i got fingered i was like yeah i mean all i cared about the whole time i was getting fingers i was like i'm gonna use a tampon literally this week i'm putting a tampon in the seal's been broken so then i think my first time worried it would hurt yeah and i just Mm -hmm. didn't right I mean, even now I haven't had my own up there. You know what I mean? My own fingers. Like I don't really go into my own, you know? Okay. You clearly don't use OB then. No. And I, (laughs) and I hate when I'm like, do you have a tampon? This is, do you have a tampon? And someone's like, yeah. And they pull it out and I'm like, well, that's useless to me. (laughs) I've tried, but then it's like, right. It's just right on the edge there. Yeah. But those are the only ones that stay together in your fucking purse. Uh, They're like tight. And yeah, that's why I know that's why people have them. So basically I was just at, um, I was at his house. He was already out of high school. Mm-hmm. And um, now I know he's a creeper skank. I'm like <laughs> looking back. I'm like, oh, Andy. His name was Andy Perez. And um, 
I had been obsessed with him since junior high. Oh, I, wow. I saw him in my best friends. She was a year older than me. I saw him in the yearbook and I was like, that guy, he was a senior. I was like, I'm obsessed with that guy. And I wouldn't stop like on homecoming. I found him. I was like, a, I was a lurker. I was obsessed like how I was with you. <laughs> and so basically it was at his house and we had hooked up a million times. And I don't think, I think it probably took like three or four times before it finally was the lost. parted. <laughs> right. Before it finally was, com- it was completely broken. You know what I mean? Like I had the first four times were probably pretty painful mm-hmm. for me. I feel like um, I appreciate the really like technical definition of losing your virginity, <laughs> yeah. which it seems you're defining as a hymen yes. kind of thing. Yeah. But I feel like just the first time you have ever sex, have, yeah. yeah, that's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, the first four times were pretty much the same anyways. It was at his house in his okay. bed. Yeah. And then what happened with Andy? Um, You know, it was like, I really wanted him to like, we, I mean, we hooked up for years, but I really wanted him to like go to like high school dances with me. And he was like, have you lost your mind? Like he's already at high school. Right. So eventually, um, he called one time I was like, I'm just going to be done with him. I just got to be done with him. I just got to cut him out of my life. And this is like the first time I ever did it. But you know, we had like a phone that was like attached to the wall at that yeah. time. We had, we all did. Yeah. So it was like, he called, my dad was like watching football and he called and I, and I went into the kitchen and I was like, hello. And then he goes, Hey, and I go, and I just hung the phone up. <laughs> and then my dad was like, I mean, you couldn't get that guy to look away from the football team, you know, game. And he was like, Oh, what was that? And I was like, Oh, who cares? And he was like, I became a led. That was the legendary thing. My dad still talks about how I just hung the phone right up on him. And I was like, I'm done. <laughs> never talking to you again. And then did you really never? Mm-mm. Wow. I always wonder what he looks like now, though. You uh, you haven't looked him up? <laughs> because I don't do Facebook or anything, so... I think you can still look stuff up. Actually, I don't know. I assume you could still look stuff up, even if you're not on there, though. Yeah. Andy Perez. Yes. I'll look him okay, up. Okay, good. Look <laughs> where him up. Do you, yeah, where like do you Southern, I would say Southern California, live. like, look around, like, you know, like Orange County, San Bernardino okay. area. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> that reminds me that... Looking at yearbooks to look at what the older kids look like was such a big activity yes. back in the day. Because we didn't have computers and all that no. stuff. I would sit it's with the first my, Facebook. Yeah. Because I went to private school from kindergarten through eighth. And then I went to public school. And, but I was friends with this girl who lived near me, Jody, who had gone to public school the whole time. So she had all the yearbooks. So like in preparation for my debut in, yep. in the public school, we would sit there and just look at yearbooks. That happened to me too. Only my debut was junior high. Like I went private till um, fifth grade. Then right. when I started junior high, I was like, I'm going public. I'm walking to school. I'm normal. <laughs> I have a backpack because I would have yeah. to get driven to school like right. when I was in private school. That's funny. To answer your question from before about boarding school, Facts of Life was my favorite show. So oh, yeah. I always wanted to go to boarding school, but I would never send my kid to boarding school. Um, just because I don't, I don't want to be away from them like that. And yeah. I don't want them to be away well, from me. Well, let's check in. And like, yeah. <laughs> when you're like, I'm good. I'm going to get on. I'm going to have a different opinion. <laughs> you know? Yes. When they're like, you know, well, we won't get into it. I won't say anything. You're, they're still babies. They're still innocent. Yeah. You know how boys are going to get. <laughs> I you don't really. I, mean. I do and I don't. When I found out I was having... A boy with Elliot, though, I was like, I have no idea how to raise a boy. They just get real, real horny at a certain point. Yeah. And it's going to be like, well, you. I didn't find out later. Like, I'm literally like probably in the last decade where it was like, yeah, every guy was looking at your boobs and like, they're so horny. Mm-hmm. Do you watch that show with, um, it's a cartoon. Big oh, yes. Yeah. I love that. That's yes. how you're like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. I, know. I mean, you know. So you might be like, you can go off to an all, you can go do <laughs> what you need to do. Yeah, <clears throat> Julie, same question. I mean, I was 18, I was in college and I lost my virginity with Matt Kennett. 
it was at a party um i did it one time Mm -hmm. i've had sexual intercourse with a man (laughs) one time literally once i did everything else too but that was the one that was i guess that that's how i lost my virginity though did you think you were into men at the time yes i thought yeah i thought so i thought that i mean i was I was always confused. Like I was like like one of the guys and I wanted to be around boys and I loved being around them and and I would have little boyfriends but they would gross me out. <laughs> so after a certain point like they'd want to you know go, go and and hooking up and whatever and I was I was sexually very very curious so I would definitely be interested in whatever but then it would just get into the nitty-gritty of it and I would be real turned off. Mm-hmm. So but I still was curious, so it just you know. But then that's that next year I hooked up with a girl, and then I was like, oh. And okay. then if that felt right, uh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that we delved into Brandy's life of, as a professional model. Oh <laughs> yeah, my life as a professional yeah. model too. <laughs> but we didn't go into Europe. So you're from Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your upbringing like? Uh, I grew up in Lexington, Massachusetts, which is a historical town outside of Boston. So I came up with all Paul Revere stuff. And my, you know, Jewish family, like very traditional. Um, I didn't have any, my whole um, growing up was nothing like, you know, I wasn't, I was a... She didn't do Christmas. Didn't do, (laughs) yeah, didn't do Christmas, didn't do, but we also didn't, I was... I was fascinated by high school movies and stuff like that because that seemed like those people were like partying and prom and living. Like mm-hmm. when Brandy <laughs> talks about her, that experience, I'm like, that is like from a movie to me. That isn't <laughs> real. And like, I didn't, I looked like this, mm-hmm. like I, for the most part, but with like bigger hair. And I was like <laughs> a chunky, you know, dorky, whatever. So I was having an experience of like going to United Synagogue Youth and <laughs> like, like going to camp and, um i wasn't cool i wasn't understanding even what that meant i didn't know gay was a thing i didn't know hot people existed i didn't know <laughs> well, no one had anyone hot in their own town <laughs> it's like where are all the hot people well, Andy perez was there that's true but <laughs> so we didn't have i mean literally i can think i can't I, uh, like none so um it just my experience is just so it, i don't even know what to call it it just wasn't and what drew you to entertainment? Um, I started out really young, and I think probably it's t- seeking attention. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to assume, because I mean, really young. I started I started doing stand-up when I was 14 or 15. Wow. And um, constantly, I'm a middle child, so I think I constantly needed attention, I guess. And... Uh, but then I also had a, we started our professions at the same age. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's right. And I think that I, but, and I also, from a very early age was extremely very, very like stubborn and, um, you know, not rebellious really. I wasn't really rebellious, but I was very opinionated. So I would be a class clown, but I would be a why, (laughs) why, Mm -hmm. And have like a and so I think stand up was attractive to me because it was a avenue for that. Like I could, be, you know, t- express my incredible opinions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and with theater, I did all the shit, theater, all the bullshit. <laughs> but I could never, you know. But I was also like, 
a, a manly boyish child mm-hmm. <laughs> again then in high school and whatever. So I was always um, and felt it in mm-hmm. that world, you know. Now on your show, you guys talk about doing drugs a lot. Yes, but how uh, dare you? <laughs> before, <laughs> before the show started, Brandy, you said that you guys have stopped for the last four months. Yeah, but so many questions. And <laughs> when I listen, I'm always wondering, like, what kind of drugs are we talking about? Um, every kind. Um, we not a, oh not like uh, crack, not injectable drugs. No, no, good one. No, no. Um, <laughs> and no smoking like crack or like you know. Um, and no, no injecting. Uh, not yet. So we and like I would we quit drinking. I would think. I mean, drinking is like my favorite. Mm-hmm. So um, I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna quit drinking. I'm gonna do a cleanse and I'll quit drinking for three weeks, and then I would do every single drug anyone had. I didn't care during and, the three weeks. Yeah, it'd be like what? Oh, GHB. Oh, sure, I'll try it. It's like it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's like this time we stopped everything. Mm-hmm. How's it going? It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I mean, I we I was jonesing for a drink so bad the other night, like just really stressed out it's like you realize that you need to stop when you're doing it because you're stressed out mm-hmm. and not when you're just because yes. we would do it we're celebrating you right. know and i was like i was at home and i was like i put on an episode of housewives of new york <laughs> we have it again we haven't watched bravo in a year and a half we don't watch any of it unless we do for a podcast um and i was like i just i just got to put on one episode like i need something i need something and it was like this yeah. one where they get into like a boat crash or their boat uh-huh. almost goes down it was like a famous episode we had heard about but we'd never uh-huh. seen it and i was like i'm putting it on and she's like yeah. okay i'll put it on too and we just like white knuckled it through the episode it yeah. worked yeah i mean it's hard yeah that's so cute you guys were on the phone yeah mm-hmm. just like let's just do this man it really does you need when you realize that you use a you're substance. self-medicating or yeah. you're using a substance then you have to get a handle on it. But I don't feel, or we, at least right now, like, I don't imagine it's, and I've been quitting smoking too. I'm addicted to everything. Mm-hmm. So um, I can't tell myself never, or I won't be able to do it. Right. Even with one eating. day at a time. Right. Like, the moderate, if I keep this thing, this, you know, mantra in my head of like, you can, you're a, you, no one's the boss of you. Nobody's telling you to, you're doing this. You're in control. You can do it. You need to get a handle and also feel your feelings. Mm-hmm. That's what sucks. It sucks. <laughs> That's yeah. what's a nightmare. It sucks and it's a living hell, but without it. But um, you're having to be sober. Maybe mm-hmm. we should pretend we're pregnant. <laughs> okay. You know, cause <laughs> yeah. then you're just like, at least you have a reason. Yeah. Right. Yes. And Although I do see people else. be like, well, I can have the two glasses of wine. I'm like, I think that's one glass of wine. I don't <laughs> right. think that's two. I know. <laughs> yeah. And then there are people who are like, what? The-? Cause I'm like five weeks away. And it's like, at this point, the baby's already done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh my but- God. That's so crazy. <laughs> I know. One month you're going to have a little baby in here. Yeah. How exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. That's you awesome. guys sent me yeah. baby clothes. They're so cute. <laughs> are they? Are so they much. weird? They're super cute. Okay. Good. Super cute. Yeah. And does the bigger one fit him? Or well, no? so it's a, actually I could try putting it on him. Um, it's he's not quite in that size yet, but oh, it's good. perfect. I wanted him. Yes, it's perfect because this is my advice for people giving baby clothes. Oh, I thought given, about this given seasons. a slight bigger size because they probably already have all the clothes for that size. And yeah. I thought like the season because isn't yeah. it a little more? Can't they be a little more summery? More the summer, look, yeah. right? So I was like trying to calculate <laughs> the look yeah. for the baby. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to calculate how it would go. You never know. I mean, my my goddaughter, whose line that is, her name's Ren. Um, she's enormous. Like I go in and they're like, oh, I want to get her like a Janis Joplin shirt, and they're like. 
we only have this for a three-year-old and i'm like oh fine and she was one and a half and, <laughs> and then my friend jessica's like look at fitzer i'm like geez she's huge <laughs> she's enormous mm-hmm. so you never know i didn't know yeah i actually don't really understand the whole 2t 3t thing is 3t like for three-year-olds i Th- think that's that's what, what i thought yeah i don't know what the t stands for though toddler oh yeah. look, you know. <laughs> thank you oh. i like babies i just don't like children like kid like you know right when when's the cutoff um for your love <laughs> well it depends if they're not super precocious i like a cautious okay four and five i can go cautious pretty late right but if they're like they think they're hilarious i'm like you gotta bug off i want to tell you a joke <laughs> get out of here <laughs> i want you to get a job yeah like that yeah, yeah. like the the kid from um Jerry Maguire. Yep. Jonathan Lipton. Oh. Although he's l- still pretty little, but yeah, I don't need any kind of, uh-uh, uh-uh, no. <laughs> Take your comedy show like and kick Rudy, <laughs> Yeah, Rudy from Cosby Show. Oh, I, was like, yeah. I was like, even I was like probably her age, and I was like, she's oh. annoying. Get out of here, man. <laughs> like, cut the shit. So yeah, like I want a Japanese baby with long, straight hair, very thin, like in the corner, making me money, <laughs> thinking. I want analytical, you know, I don't mm-hmm. want like personality. Like your kids are probably going to have a big personality. You're going to have to start exploiting them like Mary-Kate and Ashley. <laughs> soon like that baby better be on a soap by tomorrow like days of our lives and hope's gonna be in there like here's my new baby i don't know if i can do it since neither of them are twins i feel like they have to be twins you know for the but we'll see you're so deep in the game that you can probably get without twins well thank you i mean i know my my good friends they they have their like daughter aubrey she's on she's been on unemployment since she was like two she made so much money they're like well she's in between commercials let's put her on unemployment i'm like is that legal but they're like we just say she's the breadwinner i'm like okay that sounds not not legal but i i'm into it and it's just it's commercial money well she does all of it but because like say she makes 30 grand on a commercial then and then she's like just auditioning then they get on unemployment so whenever she's not you know booking or right then she gets that money honey 400 450 a week as insane as it sounds well it sounds insane to me elliot is so cute that like we have thought about it before but we've we it hasn't gone any further than the thought and then the like my googling baby agents you know because <laughs> you're not a douchebag yeah it just i think it would turn into my career right and i don't mean the career i have now i mean it would turn into like ferrying him around it is and um i don't know it just feels because our our thing was like what if we just did it while he was be- like when he's still under the age where it would mess him up mm-hmm. um if he likes icon- if he makes eye contact and he likes strangers, yeah, then I don't think it's fun, right? But it's like it's stage moms. That reputation is there for a reason. That right. is how they are. They spend their day trolling LA yeah. casting. I just don't think I want to do it. I don't even go to my own auditions. I have two today. I pretended I was sick. I'm like, great. I'm probably gonna hear this. I don't know. <laughs> really? Yeah. I like. I've never once said I was sick, but everyone around is sick. Like people have no- norovirus or some shit. Oh no! A lot of people are sick. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like okay and i mean they texted me they were like these are huge and i was like oh no (laughs) how much notice did they give you because here's my thing it's been a while since i've been on an audition i have at different stages of my life i've been i went on auditions a lot um i don't like them Mm -mm. i don't think i do well in them Mm -mm. um it's not where i shine which is hard when you're trying to get a job via an audition however my thing is always like 
you usually hear about them the day before. Yes. I would hear about them. And that's too much stress for me, which it, makes oh. me think like it, that's just not the right gig for me. It is so, I always say this, it is so disruptive. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh, 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 I, yeah. I'm not spontaneous at all in general. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, I like was about to like, I made a sandwich. Like I can't, it could be something so innocuous. And I've like, I'm, my days are in for the next two days. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it, it's, it's the most disruptive thing on the planet. And then I spend the day thinking like, what do they think I am? Huh? Do they think I don't have plans? Do they think I don't have a life that I'm living? Do they think maybe I have a job? Did you ever think that? Maybe I have a job. Oh, I'm just gonna stop everything. Oh, is there parking? No, there's no parking. What Julie, am I supposed to do? Like she I waits can't. one minute. She's like, because she's mad there's no provided parking right. with validation yeah. right in front. Then she goes in and she's like immediately texting me like, I don't know. My thing is at 2.15. Where are they? Which I don't think I have. Is this? I don't. I have things to do. Yeah. And, they, and then you have to wait. You're not getting paid. Mm-mm. And they expect you to memorize. I know. Are you insane? <laughs> well, the thing is, from the time you hear about your audition until the audition, you can't do anything other Mm-mm. than prepare for it. Because mm-hmm. I have made the mistake of like, I'm not going to prepare that much. I'm just going to sort of loosely know the stuff. And that went horribly for me. Awful. So then I vowed to myself, like, I'll never not have it memorized. Because yeah. when I get nervous, like it flies out of my head. Mm. Yeah. Line Learner makes it easier. What if, is that? It's an app on your phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, it really does make it easier because that way you can pretend to go on with your life. Like be like, okay, well, I'm going to do the dishes. And then you're just listening to like, Julie will do one. Uh, you, it's, and for me, I'm terrible at memorizing and I, re- I resent memorizing. <laughs> so now I'm walking in in a conflict and like I'm asking to be fucked with. So I, <laughs> Line Learner is... It's you, you record your scene. So I'm this person. You can do it all with your own voice. <laughs> right. This person, this person, blah, blah, blah. Then you mute yourself. and Your then character. You, your character. And then the other lines play. So you hear the lines and then you're, you respond. You know what I mean? Does oh, that make sense? That's great. Yeah, yeah, totally. You can put it on your phone. It's oh, actually amazing. It's good. Yeah. If or you, you can listen to the whole it. scene and then you remember. But right. God forbid you do it crappy because you know you do. And you're like, this is embarrassing. Like, <laughs> And then you do it, and then you're well, memorizing right. in that weird, awkward exactly. way. Exactly, and then or the timing is wrong because yeah. then I'll go in. But the reason <laughs> I don't memorize now, this is what for for me, and I'm don't list, don't do not take this as advice, okay? Because nobody should do this. But I, I get in a thing of in a, in a timing in my head. Then I go into the room, and their timing isn't the same. And then I get fucked up, and I'm off, and then I can't do it. So if I don't memorize it, I then can just go with what they're doing. Right? She's just reading the, the paper. She has. They'll be like, um, okay, they want you to bring a headshot. And she's like, okay. She has not printed a headshot. I've never seen a printed. So she doesn't care. So she'll blatantly just be like, um, yeah, okay. Uh, what'd you, what'd you want to know? She's, yeah. a, she's not bothered. That she doesn't feel self-conscious. Not she's anymore. Not- no, no, I don't. No, it's because I'm an asshole <laughs> and I'm an entitled asshole. I mean, I, I, and when it comes to that, since, and after being in this business for so long, <clears throat> we do so much for free. We are completely undermined all the time. <laughs> they treat us like shit. We're never taken, you know, like we're taken for granted. Like I, I can't deal with it. I cannot deal with the amount of rejection and yeah. bullshit we have to deal with. So when I walk in that room, I'm just sort of like, fuck you. Fuck me. Fuck you. Let's do it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, and there's I, no money anymore. There, and yeah. That's what and my agent no texted me and said, these are huge. And by the way, they weren't. But it's like everything is no money. So whenever anything even says $10,000 buyout or anything, it's like, go do it. I mean, oh, we auditioned and called back for Julie did a thing. And I swear it was on. It's on a cable TV show. Yes, it is. What's it called? Hollywood Darlings. Mm-hmm. It's a scripted show mm-hmm. with a script that someone wrote. 
and a crew <laughs> on cable mm-hmm. and she made like it was a guest star a guest star like three hundred dollars two 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 to two hundred dollars how can i thought sad <clears throat> minimum is like way more than that they have low budget now for tv oh. that's on tv like okay sure i'll go whatever what's that one in philadelphia like i swear that's what i keep thinking like is that they're gonna call anything low budget just so they can pay right, the actors nothing right. and you auditioned and called back it's the most competitive industry in the world i'm not gonna compete for two hundred dollars yeah i'm gonna say i have norovirus yeah exactly for sure. so that's why and at this point too i'm like who else is coming in like this also <laughs> come on i'm sitting here with like if you you, you know and i'm not like going in for shakespeare <laughs> you're looking for like a manly lesbian i think i can do it you know <laughs> let's give it a shot uh, excuse me sir can i help you ma'am <laughs> hilarious like let's do it again <laughs> like i got it like, but know? if it's a nurse she won't go oh. if it's a nurse if it's just like a nurse like okay we'll have like you know like a black lady we'll have a they lesbo that. that's the thing now and then julie's like i'm not going to a nurse i'm yep. not getting that you know it's security guard because they like diversity <laughs> so you go in now where it's like look you know ethnically whatever um ambiguous ambiguous and um stocky and whatever fat or whatever it is you know (laughs) and then i'm like okay and but you go in and it's like every type so now you don't even fit the type that you are and now i'm competing it's like i'm I'm never gonna get it over someone who's like a regular woman (laughs) you know what i mean and i don't so i don't go to those anymore because it's pointless yeah it's a waste of time and you thought this isn't the right it, it isn't these auditions oh, um they're horrible. gonna make someone at this point people are gonna stop doing them because the money just isn't there like That's i true. was willing to do it when i was like i'm about to make fifty thousand dollars i'm gonna go and i'll go to fifty thousand auditions <laughs> right and at, at this that point, point too, i made a hundred dollars an audition the fact that there's no money and it's so disruptive and the fact that we can do anything on our computers and anything on our phones like i'll snap you up shot and you can take <laughs> a look and then decide and if we're not doing like, and I think for, and they overthink things. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just like, I did that other one where I just said one line and it was like, why am I going in for an audition for one line for a security guard? And now the director is even yelling at me. <laughs> why, why are they yelling at you? doing this? I don't even, cause I'm not saying it right. Because oh, no, one line on a Reese Witherspoon show. <sighs> meow, meow. What was the line? It's probably, she probably signed an NDA. Who cares? We always get in trouble. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, it was something like, um, you know he'll oh she was like like checking her id yeah i checked her id literally i'm in a suit (laughs) with a thing and (laughs) comes to the front desk i'm a security guard can i help you yes i'm looking to see charles blah 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 but i think they call him chuck and then i think my line is something like oh only his friends call him chuck but you can call him charles or whatever and she's like okay (laughs) i had to do it 500 times (laughs) because it was like say it softer do it less less now no no more do 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 and then cut and it was just like the timing is wrong when she walks away it has to be here it's like (laughs) julie got so irate that reese witherspoon had to be like i think what she means is and like talk julie down (laughs) from having an episode she did suddenly julie's like what reese yeah okay i should do it soft okay because she's standing right there and then the lady and over a loudspeaker she was like um yeah julie can you please move to the left? I asked you last time. I'm sorry. You didn't ask me last time. <laughs> no, I said to you, I need you, everyone. Charlie, um, can you move to the right? I can't see this lesbian. <laughs> well, what? And it was like over a throw. Oh, my God. Everybody. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't understand you. Oh, you didn't understand? No, I didn't understand. You didn't understand. I mean, we're having like that. Because <laughs> I'm 
so irritated and humiliated. Yeah. And well, like, it's like 20,000 TV shows, series regular on a sketch show. She has a theater degree, worthless, but still one line, like, can I see your ID or whatever? It's like, here's your eggs. Yeah. And All of that to do one a- line. Yes. Oh, and I just like, I'm so <laughs> over it. And, and I go, you're just going to have a security guard on IMDb. She's like, oh, I'll give myself a name. <laughs> oh, that's my other favorite yeah. thing to do. <laughs> to give your character's name Oh, I've been IMDb. a bailiff on... The, there was that show, Murder on the First. I was a bailiff, like a full-on extra. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And But but fully clothed. And I was the bailiff. <laughs> fully clothed. <laughs> you mean in a uniform. <laughs> in a uniform. <laughs> and I had to walk the guy in, walk the guy out. And then, and I assure you, on IMDb... My name is in the credits and it is under bailiff. <laughs> I think I gave it even a name. It was like sergeant, whatever. But I, the, I mean, that's all we have. Yeah. We have nothing but that now at this point. So I'm, yeah, I mean. It's going to be a guest star and it's going to be yeah. security guard Jackson and on if, IMDb for right, sure. That's right. And if, <laughs> but we, and that's the other reason why it's for doing a podcast and what we want and just taking control of your own destiny. And like, I, um, definitely have found like i have the most fun we're getting to work together we're doing what we want we're in our own home we're creating content we're doing and if we can get paid for it and live great you know it's like i don't want to um i don't know i don't want to be a slave to those those feelings anymore Mm -hmm. it's just an awful horrible feeling and especially too when you you go and you're like i have to go in for another almost fat androgynous short hair person (laughs) like you just don't it's not good for you. Right. <laughs> I think. Right. But you, it would be good for Elliot to make you money. Yeah. You know, <laughs> especially a cute baby. Yeah. yeah. Now, legally, how much can I take of that, though? Oh, well, you can take it, it all except 15% or something small. Seriously? Yes. It, but what about the Coogan law? That's from a so little. Years ago. It's only like, it's, I no. don't even think it's 15%. Oh, really? Yeah. That sucks for the kid. I thought it was like, oh, Aubrey you could only take like 15% or something. No, they only have to pay that because you're because they're like, listen, I drove you around and I fed you and clothed you. That's how that old chestnut goes. So you're paying our mortgage this month, honey. Mm. Mm. Hmm. It's a lot to think about. It is. But (laughs) you might you you should. You should. Why these are assets? Yeah, (laughs) you're right. I'm I'm not making them work for me. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure you don't have enough things to do in your day. Well, once this baby comes, then it'll really free up some time. Yeah, so. I think so. <laughs> um, you guys, Brandy and Julie, it was so nice having you on the show. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Um, I, I'm glad you stalked me because I loved <laughs> yeah. having you guys on. I'm going to have to have you back. Um, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. I live down the street. So can we come like this like next week? Please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also, I need, be, not on mic, but I need to ask if you know of a good nail place around here and a good oh. hair place around here. Okay. Um. I don't know why I needed to share. And definitely, I'm, you got to take. I live across the street from a park, and so you definitely that's where you got to go. go. To the park, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. Um, it's all worked out, you guys. I'm on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Allison Rosen is where you go. All sorts of like behind the scenes content, bonus episodes, live stream. So much access to me. You'll beg me to leave you alone. Um, I'm on at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. Go to AllisonRosen.com. That's my website. I have a book out and there's ringtones and t-shirts, et cetera, all that stuff. Um, where do we find you guys? The podcast is called Dumb Gay Politics. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon, um, patreon.com slash Dumb Gay Politics. Mm-hmm. And our website's JulianBrandy.com. 
Do you want to give Twitters or who cares? No. Yeah. They should just find the podcast. <laughs> we don't care. Who cares? Yeah. No. We're getting off social media too. Oh, really? <laughs> That's smart. That yeah. That's smart. We're going to talk to you about that on okay. our podcast. Yes. And come and listen excited. to our podcast because we're going to have Allison on and you all yeah. love Allison. Mm-hmm. That's right. Thank and they you. might not know these political things about you. That's, I don't know if I know these political okay, things good. yet about me. <laughs> Tony, guest producer Tony, where do we find you? Uh, at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. I, I didn't know Tony Twitter. was allowed to talk. We could have been like <laughs> me tooing him the whole time. He is allowed to, yeah. <laughs> I'm just here to run stuff. Chime in if needed, but I'm <laughs> I'm here for Allison. And you guys. Oh. It's a little late, Tony, but um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? time.